Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. i got a very special guest in the studio today, Devin Squires from Tennessee Tech Football. Devin, you came in as a freshman, had a pretty good uh, first year here at Tennessee Tech. Very special year. We're going to talk about that a little bit as we go along, but welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, you've been on my bullet list for a long time and uh, got to kind of sped it up early today. It was a late call. <laughs> And you were free this afternoon, so I appreciate you uh, joining me on such a short notice. Uh, but, you know, you guys are actually over at Tennessee Tech working out right now, right? Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about what's going on on your day-to-day. You know, I, I, I've had some coaches on previous, and, you know, we didn't report to camp back in the day uh, until early August. And some of you guys have been here since June 6th. Yeah. So how is that, being on campus this long? Well, at first it was – Definitely a shock for all of us to come back so early, but they immediately threw us back into the swing of things, got us working out, running, breaking us in, basically getting us in shape before the freshmen come in so we can set a good example. College football has changed yes, sir. A, a whole lot. And, uh, you know, we're not doing anything here at Tennessee Tech that everybody else is not doing, but I think the key uh, to bringing you guys in this early is that everybody takes at least one class. So it gives you the opportunity to knock a class out of the way and maybe lighten the load a little bit for some people yes, sir. Um, during your uh, playing time in the fall season. So how how does that work in, in summer, and how is it taking a class in the summer? I mean, for us right now, it's pretty easy because we have a lot of time on our hands. But the only reason they got us back into that now because before COVID, they had that as a regular rule. And then since COVID, we didn't have to do anything about that. And then now everything's going back to normal, and they implied that rule. Now everyone has to take a class again, which yeah. it isn't bad. I don't mind it. Yeah, I, th- I think it, you know, camaraderie of a team. And uh, you, you've also got several freshmen, you know, that are coming in here for the first time. And I, I think they showed up uh, about June 27th and joined the team. Yeah, so you got some guys that are, you know, you've been there and done that. They're, they're joining for the team for the first time. Um, it, it's tough coming in, you know, out of high school, not knowing what to expect and, and walking into a situation where, the varsity guys, the the returners have been there almost a month together uh, out there preparing and, and, and getting ready for the football season. How was it for those newbies as, as they came in that first day to join you guys? When they definitely came in, you noticed who was in shape and who wasn't in shape immediately right off the bat. But for us, I think it was good for them so we could set the standards, set the example, and then we also were there to guide them too. That's awesome. I know it's exciting for them, and it has to be. And again, we're talking to Devin Squires. Uh, I, think, I think your official position is defensive end. Is yes, it not? Sir. I mean, you, yes, it is. you play all over the place on that defensive front. I know that. But uh, uh, defensive end would probably be your you're on the end of the defensive line. So yes, we'll, just, we'll just call it that. They operate you more sometimes like a tackle, though. <laughs> so you do a lot of things for Tennessee Tech football. Um, let's jump back a little bit, you know, and let's let's tell everybody where you're from. And where you played high school football at? Well, I'm from Keeks Mills, Ohio. There's a little bit 20 minutes north of downtown Cincinnati. And I went to high school at Kings High School. Kings High School. And uh, Tennessee Tech football is is somewhat of a family tradition uh, for you, being the son of uh, All-American football player here at Tennessee Tech, Thomas Squires. Uh, he's now in the Hall of Fame. As of last year, I was at that induction. What a great night that was for sure your was. family. You got to be proud of your dad. And we, we, I'll let you talk about him for just this time, and then we're not going to say anything else about him. 
But yeah, he loves to gloat about it sometimes, even though, <laughs> <laughs> even though he knows I hear it all the time. But like, yeah, I am proud of him. I definitely am. I know what he had to go through to get there and then go for afterwards. So like, yeah, when the night did come, I was very proud of him and yeah. shared a moment with him. So yeah. Yeah. And we, I, I can't mention your dad without mentioning your mom. So let's tell everybody who your mom is and, and kind of how she's helped you along as a support system for your football career. Yeah. My mom, Andrew Squires, has been my rock through all of it. Even though that my parents work a lot and my dad works out in and out of state sometimes, that by every time I'm home and then just in general with my high school career, my mom has been there every step of the way. Took off work, been there for my games and everything. She's been my number one supporter, and I can't thank her enough. I, I don't know that they missed a game. You no, know, it's, they have it's not. incredible. Your dad's a, a pretty successful business person, also, and your mom's very successful in what she does, and, and uh, you know. Making that commitment to drive all the way down from north of Cincinnati, you know, every time that you play is is a huge commitment. So kudos out to those guys for being able to do that. But I love it because I get to see them. You know, yeah. I get to see them come to the games That's every time and sure. hang out with them. And uh, what a great family that you have. And take you back to high school a little bit. Uh, you were growing up and going through high school, playing some ball in high school. When did you know that uh, college football was something that you might want to do? I know coming out of eighth grade and then going to my freshman year, just in general, when I was young going up to that point, I knew that I was better than a lot of people what I was doing. And things came a lot easier to me. But, like, I knew from when I was young for the jump that I wanted to go play college ball just because I'd see my dad do it. I wanted to follow in his footsteps immediately. So your dad had a lot to do with that along the way. I'm, I'm yeah. sure knowing him the way that I do is probably not something he ever pushed you to do. No. He kind of supported you, and if that's what you wanted to do, he, he would do everything he could do to help you uh, realize that dream. Is that the case? Yeah, it was literally the same case with my older brother where he had offers to go play college football, but he just decided he wanted to go to school, and my dad fully supported it. And he was the same way with me. He said to be patient, and if you this is something you want to do, then pursue it. Yeah. So I, I know Tennessee Tech was probably uh, mentioned a lot to you along the way, and I know uh, – Dwayne Alexander was fully aware of where you were and, and that you were playing. Um, when did you decide that it was going to be Tennessee Tech? They literally, it was probably three days before I was decided to commit somewhere else. And this was right in the mix of COVID when I was in high school. And I want to say this was like, what, close to April for mm -hmm. me? Like right before I graduated high school, Coach A called me and then sent me a text on Twitter about offering me an out-of-state scholarship and asking me to come down. And then I had the conversation on the phone with him and then basically just accept the offer and then decided to go with it. So a little touch and go there with some of the other offers that, that you were having at that time. But, uh, you know, uh, I guess that conversation with Coach Alexander and, you know, what, what did Tennessee Tech bring to the table for you that helped you make that decision? Um, it's more a history thing. My dad did go there. So I had a trust in the system there already. And then I already know I was going to be surrounded by people that I've trusted and already met already, which made it a lot more comfortable for me to do so because most of the coaching staff I've known for years before I even decided to go play ball there. So for me, it was like I already have a second family there and I have a nice support system there. So it was like there was no other better option for me to go than go to Tennessee Tech. I, that's pretty good thought process there and knowing that – there's going to be folks that maybe you can reach out to or that you already met yes, and, and that you already know. But even even with that moving, you know, I guess somewhat five hours south to Tennessee Tech had to be a pretty big adjustment for you. I say for me, not really for my parents. Yes, because they already knew I want to get out the house. <laughs> I told them distance really, really mattered to me. But at the end of the day, I ended up due because seriously, around 
two weeks as I was down there, I already immediately got homesick and was calling my mom and telling me already that I had missed them already because I thought as soon as I got away from them that I'd be happy about it. But no, I miss the support and I'm missing my family all the time too. I, you know, I think that happens a, a lot more. You, I, I remember, you know, we would go into fall camp and it was a little bit later, you know, than what you guys do. And uh, the time frame we were together was a little bit shorter. But I, I remember sitting out uh, after two days, you know, we'd go sit outside on the wall and kind of hang out and watch uh, uh, watch the things that were going on around Tennessee Tech. And, you know, we would see uh, one of the players with his suitcase and getting in his car and, heading out you know and it, it, that that happened basically about every night you know so uh, i don't think people realize how how much it takes to for a high school athlete in the middle of summer to leave home and join a crew join a crowd a new school um you know new friends new coaches go through that whole process i, I don't think they realize how tough that is and then you throw in you know you're not to two days yet but th- no. that's coming real soon uh, now is prep work to get in shape for those two a day. So I don't think they realize how tough it is. How long did it take after that two weeks for you to feel at home and to, to really know you're not going back home? Um, honestly, it really took a minute for me because I didn't get really fully adjusted to everything and then fully comfortable, honestly, until October of wow. that year. And that's when we got there late because of COVID. So we didn't get there till August 1st. Mm-hmm. But like that's when I started getting fully comfortable with everybody just because when I get somewhere new, I'm very closed off with everybody yeah. else. So it takes me a minute to open up and get used to people. And that's just how it was for me. Did you expect that coming in or, or were you so ready to get out of the house and get away that you didn't think much about that? I mean, I already knew as soon as I got there, I was going to have to work my butt off to basically move up the food chain already. Because I already knew that because I was already a late arrival and just like late signee. So I already knew that immediately. But just in general, wanting to get out. Like, yeah, I was excited about that and excited to meet new people and all that. But the culture was very different for me, just from where I'm used to and where I'm from. So I don't want to forget high school. So tell me a little bit about your your playing days in high school. I know, you know, award-winning football player on your high school team. But uh, the enjoyment in high school, do you want to mention your high school coaches? Any Anybody you'd like to give shout-outs to? Oh, know? yeah, of course. Uh, definitely a big shout-out to Coach Alex Garvin, who was my head coach for my senior year. But before then, my head coach through the rest of my years of high school was Andy Olds. He was coaching there for a very long time. I honestly think a lot of people have very mixed feelings about him. But for me, he implied the culture of that whole football program for years to come, even when I was in kindergarten. Like, even when I was in kindergarten, seeing the varsity players play, getting up all the way to I was in junior high and high school, the culture that he set in, I wanted to be a part of it. Like, I wanted to be a part of it my whole high school career, no matter what was going on. That's something I was excited and proud of to be in, which helped me basically stay where I was at instead of going anywhere else and fueled me to just play the one play I wanted to play. So basically play hard and nonstop. Real quick, any other coaches or teachers that you want to give a shout-out to? It seems like uh, football players, athletes in general, always have that teacher-coach uh, role that uh, really stands out to them for helping them get to where they are? Uh, one of my administrators back at school, who was also my defense coordinator, Coach Gordini, he definitely helped me for sure when I was learning the system and then getting used to it and then becoming a leader on the team, helping me stay composed and then getting confident in my ability. And then one of my teachers back in my old high school, Miss um, Wendy Loudermilk, she was basically like my best friend in school. Awesome. She had my support through everything. 
She was always someone for me to come talk to even about anything when I was in school. So I loved her for that. That's pretty cool to be able to have those people that you can go to when you when you have those needs. Yes, sir. We're talking to Devin Squires, defensive end, award-winning defensive end at Tennessee Tech. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host, Sam Brooks, again with Devin Squires. Um, very good player for Tennessee Tech football team at the defensive end spot. Let's, uh, let's jump from uh, high school uh, into college, Devin. You know, you decided you want to go to Tennessee Tech, got down here right in the middle of COVID. You know, all, all this stuff was going on. I don't want to touch on this a long period of time, but I do want folks out there that are listening to this to understand what it was like to be a college athlete um, during COVID. So can you give us just a quick uh, thought process of how you dealt with what was going on in the COVID situation at Tennessee Tech um, as you guys had to work through that whole process? So for us, when we first got on campus, everything was completely different. Everyone was wearing masks. And obviously for me, that was obviously something very new because I came out of graduating high school with COVID. I had no graduation, basically went through a drive-thru to get my diploma, and then came down here. And then for us going to workouts, you had to wear a mask during a workout, restrictive, you can't breathe. And then just, like, going out in general, it was not existing. Like, you couldn't do it unless you wanted to get sick. So everybody was very closed off, stuck with their roommates, which wasn't a bad thing, but just, like, for people that like to get out, it was very hard for them and then messed with a lot of our minds mentally. And then putting all that stress on us and then trying to work us, get us to compete and all that, it really – for us and for me, it definitely brought our team a lot closer. It brought us a lot closer with that. Everyone had to band together, enjoy our time, what we have together, because as soon as that was over, we all had to go back to our places, back to our spots, and then stay secure. Because if you went out and you got sick, you're putting the whole team at risk. So right. it wasn't just you you're thinking about, you're thinking about the whole team and that whole sequence too. I'll tell you what, it's, you know, I joke with my wife all the time that, you know, I'm a summer guy and I like being out and like doing stuff. And winter is, you know, when it gets dark at four 30 and it, it kind of reminds me of the COVID situation. Cause you don't, you don't get to do a whole lot in the winter. You're lucky if you get to go out and hang out with, with your friends and all of that. And, and you know, I, I, I kind of border on depression <laughs> a little bit in winter. I, I say that kiddingly. Uh, uh, it, it's just, I like spring and summer a whole lot better than I do winter. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of, of winter yeah, uh, in Tennessee at all. But that's the same situation that you're talking about. I mean, when you go to practice and you're around folks as much as you possibly could be uh, in that situation, and then you have to go you know, to your uh, room. Uh, hopefully you like your roommate. Hope you, 
you get her on well, but you don't really get to see a lot of other folks. And, you know, I don't, I don't think people quite understand. We, we had to deal with that in the workplace and we had to wear the mask and we had to do all of those things, but you're, you're trying to compete at a high level in what you do and show on a daily basis, what you can do. But that was even limited, you know, with the situation. So it had to be a, a tough situation for all athletes. And one thing that sticks out to me, you just said you, you got your your graduation certificate in a car line. Literally. We all dressed up like it was graduation. I had us come through at different times by our last name. Out My last name's Squire, so I was obviously the last group to go through. I literally hopped out, got an envelope and the booklet for our diploma and stuff in it, but it wasn't in there. It was in a, basically a letter. We basically walked up with the book, took a picture, Suck our principal's hand, got back in the car, and then went home. Literally lasted less than five minutes. Well, I, I tell you, I hope this never happens again. I hope it doesn't either. I don't want anyone to experience You guys that. were robbed, uh, you know, basically of your senior year. Yeah. You know, luckily you had sports, and, and they, they somehow that was still – we were still able to do that. Um, so you guys were able to get on the field, and then you kind of ran into the same thing at Tennessee Tech with the – the first season there being postponed and playing in the spring, which yeah. was, was tough on everybody. And, and then going into your first real season of, of not having that recovery time. Yeah, everything was back you, to back. Yeah, yeah, you went from spring ball right into fall practice. and uh, But, you, you know, you, you did a good job with it. Obviously, you were able to get on the field last year and uh, as a basically a first-year player. Um, and, and make a difference on the defensive side. And I know the season didn't go as well as you guys wanted it to do, yeah. uh, but definitely been hearing some positive things uh, about the, the new offensive coordinator, your new quarterback that you have out there, yeah. and a renewed uh, sense of belonging and uh, motivation for you guys. So let's talk a little bit about that, how it is. You, you guys reported on June 6th. Yeah. How has it gone since June 6th? I mean, honestly, it really started with us in spring when we got the offense coordinator, got our new players that came in. Immediately from the jump, we knew the energy was different. You can tell. The offense had that swagger that we haven't seen since I got there, and the energy is different. We, there was fighting back and forth. There was aggression. There was actually us competing against each other every single day, and I loved it. I yeah. loved it when we all got into stuff because it just showed how much we cared about it. And us being like that as guys and just in general as competitive, Football players, you need that. Everybody needs to have that. I I really felt like, you know, from up in the box, doing the ESPN Plus uh, play-by-play, you know, as I do here at home at Tennessee Tech, I honestly felt like the defensive side of the football was a pretty good unit last year. I felt like you guys were on the field way too much. You know, I I think it's pretty obvious for people to see and understand that the the offensive side was not where – you know, they needed to be and wanted to be. Uh, uh, so I felt like the defensive unit was pretty cohesive, did a pretty good job, just out there way too much. Uh, you were you were a component of that. You know, you, you can talk about uh, your Seth Carlisle's. You know, I think the defensive backfield that you guys have got a lot of experiences. I, I said it all the time on the, the telecast. It, it's, it's a very young football team. But now those young players are starting to get a little bit older. Yes. But, like, for us, our defense, of core in general, we're very experienced. And then, yes, we're all very band together very well. Like, our energy for defense is completely different. I say that for my group, too, personally. And then the new guys we brought in, we're going to implement that culture into them, too. And then for us, 
we just need to fix the little things that we messed up on. But for me and how I feel about our defense, like there's no reason that we shouldn't be the best defense in our conference. I mean, the way all the weapons and every people that we have in general, I mean, there's no reason that we shouldn't be going out and basically knocking every offense back every chance that we get. Because what we do here is different. Because nobody plays like us at all in our conference at all. You know, the OVC's got some some pretty good offenses. UT Martin jumps out at me yeah. as being a pretty good, uh, well-run, well-coached uh, offensive unit. But I'm right there with you. I, I think this is the first year um, that Dwayne Alexander has all of the, the players that he's recruited, you know, from start to now. Um, that are all on the field, a good group of freshmen coming in. You had a good group of freshmen last year. You moved to the offensive side of the football. You've got some receivers that have been there for a little while. you got Day-Day Gistil uh, that's back this year, almost got a 1,000 yards on the offensive side. So, it, you know, if there's ever been a time to shine for a Tennessee Tech, whether it be offense or defense, it's, it's definitely this year. New quarterback at the helm. Um, new offensive coordinator that knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, definitely looking up uh, is – are the players sensing that that are out there right now? Uh, yeah, especially the older guys and the guys that I first came with. They all say that this year feels different. Like this year, like our team feels like we can really do something with it. And I love that feeling. Like I love seeing that. And then for all of us, I mean, there's no reason that we couldn't. It really all just comes down to us. No outside force can mess with what we going on. It all just depends on how we come out and how we attack everything. Yeah, and, you know, Division FCS, Football Championship Series football, you know, a, a lot of that has to do with the health of the team, staying healthy, you know, making sure that you have good backups there ready to go in if something happens to the starter at any time because that's always, you know, football's football. It, yeah. It's a contact sport and injuries are going to happen. So uh, I know uh, that's an emphasis when I had Coach Alexander on the show last time of, of making sure they got uh, good people developed and ready to go to back up the starters. Uh, in those positions. So I know that's something that's going to be very important also to your season this year. So we're sitting with uh, and talking with Devin Squires. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host again, Sam Brooks. Got Devin Squires on the hot seat today in the studio here. Devin, you we began talking a little bit about the Tennessee Tech defense, and you stated, uh, as you should, you know, there's no reason you guys shouldn't be pretty dominant this year on the defensive side of the football. You know, to gel the, the positions together, to get everybody moving in the right direction, takes a pretty good coaching staff. And uh, I want to give you the opportunity to talk about the defensive side of the football. That takes a good coaching staff. Let's dive in a little bit uh, uh, about your coaches. So, for me, I'm going to start my position coach, Coach Sam. He, know, he definitely knows what he's doing. And then the way he wants us to attack everything and then hold ourselves to a certain standard, I mean, no one – and our else on our team holds our standard like we do. We come out fast, hit people hard, and then have a great effort with everything. I mean, those are our key three things. Stop you right there. Coach Sam is uh, unique. Um, his his playing experience is one thing. He was a heck of a player, you know, down where, where he played UAB. Um, but I love watching him coach on the football field. And, you know, the defensive line at Tennessee Tech has been good for a long time because of him. He does such a, a great job with whatever players he has. It, it can be smaller guys than the offensive line or, you know, the bigger guys that you guys are developing into. He just does a fantastic job, and, and I think it's got to do with his expectation for you guys. Yeah, he expects a lot out of us, and I like that he does. Like, he expects perfection out of us sometimes, and I know sometimes we can't meet that, but I'm glad that he does because he makes us push ourselves 
more each and more every single day. And for us, that's the standard I want to be held at. I wouldn't be want to held at anything less. Let's go from your uh, position coach to the uh, defense coordinator. Has been around Tennessee Tech. Came in with Dwayne Alexander at the same time. Uh, Donnie uh, Suber. Uh, tell me a little bit about characteristics of him as a defense coordinator. Coach Suber is a very funny guy. He's a very <laughs> funny guy. He might not seem like it, but man, he either jokes around, keeps it serious with us, or can just flat out just like be an absolute goon. And I love him to death about that. And, but when it comes down to business, he's serious about everything. He can make sure everyone's sound. If everyone's anyone's confused about anything, he will literally stop practicing and make sure everyone knows what's going on. He wants all of us to be key and sound so communication is not a problem. We get our calls. We understand what we need to do. So when it comes to game time or when we're executing stuff in practice, there's no error. There's no slowdown. There's no overthinking. He just wants us to flat out just – Go out and play hard and have no thinking about it because if we think too much, then you make mistakes. Yeah, Coach Suber is a, a coach that really challenges the offense. I mean, uh, the defensive back play that I've seen, those guys challenge. They give you – sometimes they give you opportunities, you know, but it's it's all based on what the play call is on the defensive side. And sometimes you put those guys out there on an island by themselves. But over the years, you have seen them get better and better and better at the, defending that pass, even in a man-to-man situation. Yeah. You know, he expects a lot out of them. And, uh, you know, pretty good system guy. You know, he knows what he wants out of his defense. And in an age where offenses dictate – what they want the defenses to do in these new spread situations, he's turned a, a couple of twists in there and, and kind of defining what, you know, leading the offense in the, in the direction that he wants, what he wants them to do. Yeah. So uh, talk on that a little bit as far as scheme. So for us, he likes putting a bunch of new stuff in. He puts some new stuff in the spring that I really like a lot. It's going to keep the offense on their toes. And then for me, from my position, he likes us moving around, getting in there. And basically, I don't want them – he basically put it as he doesn't want us to feel that we don't have more or less than what the offense has. We want He wants us to think that with everything we have called, that everything that he called, that we trust in it, depend on it, and that we shouldn't have to second-guess anything. So we come out, do what we're told, and execute that the offense shouldn't be able to mess with us or keep up with us at all. So for you yourself, and we're, we're talking again with Devin Squires, first-team all-conference football player out here at Tennessee Tech University, was awarded male uh, OVC Player of the Week for his play this last year. Pr- pretty good first season there, Devin. I said myself, yeah, it was, it was very good, but I have more to improve on. Yeah. One, one that stands out to me, uh, being up the box, uh, you broke through the line, the ball was on the ground, you you picked it up and took it in for a touchdown, your first touchdown and of a very young uh, career here at Tennessee Tech. But yeah, that play is very funny. And just every time we get back into it, it's funny every single time. All right, go, go through it for me. You're, yeah. out, you're out there on the field, the offensive ball snap, take it from there. So we got a twist called immediately. I'm coming from the outside and coming on there. We run our twist. I get straight through. The quarterback immediately scrambles out. Me and Chris Tucker, who was a great player here and then just graduated, and it's now out of the program. We're going to miss him for sure. But me and him are chasing him down. Me and him both smack at the same time, and I pop the ball out. And I'm looking for the ball. I see Jack Wart pick up the ball. I'm immediately going to hit somebody else so he can get away. And I see the offensive line tackle him. The ball pops out, and I'm literally right in front of the ball, and it bounces up without me having to bend over and grab it. I grab it, and I said, I got to go and just take off down the field. I forgot about Jack. Jack's part in that play. He he actually was the one who picked it up first, and then he got smacked. (laughs) 
<laughs> he got hammered. He did. And the ball popped right up. You were in stride, and the ball popped right up for you, and you ran it in for a yeah, touchdown. I got my hand, and I was like, oh, I got the ball. I got to go. And just took yeah. off down the field. Well, I, I, I probably got a little too excited up in the box on that one on ESPN+. Plus. I don't know if you watched it on the replay. but it was I did. My dad told me to watch Way it. too excited for <laughs> for being, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be uh, kind of neutral, you know, up in there. But that was not neutral. <laughs> that, that's a huge play. And, uh, you know, some of your awards, I think you got some more awards based on that play um, that week. Uh, big, big play, big timing there for Tennessee Tech. Let's talk about your position uh, real quick, D. Do you see yourself uh, more as a rush guy, get to the quarterback, or both a run and a rush guy? I mean, for what we do, I have to be able to do both, but i say I've definitely excelled in the past. I mean, it's shown when anything's under pressure and I've been able to get back there and make a play or just cause the quarterback to be uncomfortable, move out of the pocket. For me, that's something I'm, I say I'm very good at, but I know I have a lot more things I can improve on. For me, it's easier than having to play run. There's a lot of things I have to think about the play run. I have to... Make sure I don't get reached, come out of my position, and then keep the outside for pass. All I have to think is get to the quarterback, make a move, and get there. And basically, so you see these guys in the NFL that you know you you have some that are just uh, uh, domination guys. Then you got some guys who are a little bit more agile than that and want to use certain moves. You know where I see defensive ends doing swim moves now, yeah. which is a wide receiver. You know move. So how do you categorize yourself there? For me, I'm not a weak person. I'm definitely strong for my size. But at the same time, for my position and the people I go against, I'm automatically undersized because a lot of people that are bigger than me. So for me, I like to be able to keep them on their toes. As soon as I get them second-guessing themselves, that's how I know that I'm in control now. I like to go at them with speed first and then sometimes cut them inside or when they don't expect it, hit power right in their face and then knock them on their ass. But in the same time, for me, it's different. I'm already undersized. I have to be able to get to that point where I'm comfortable and I'm confident what I'm doing. Because as soon as the offensive player knocks me off my game, then we're back to square one. And I have to basically fight each play to get back in control. Now, when you when you say undersized, let me let me put this in perspective. You're talking about undersized to, uh, you know, OVC linemen now or every bit of 300 pounds, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", bigger. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you're a little bit undersized, but so is every other defensive player. If you really think about it, offensive guys are seem to getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger and taller and taller. Um, but at the same time, you know, when you came in, um, you were a big kid to begin with, but you put two years of weight program on you and I'm sure your bench has gone up dramatically. Your squats definitely gone up dramatically. What, what does, uh, an intense college weight program do to a kid coming out of high school? Um, it humbles you. It definitely humbles you. I mean, if I came from a strong weight program when I was in high school, but in general, my first couple of workouts I had, I was sore in places I didn't even know I could be <laughs> sore at. <laughs> but no, I definitely put in perspective, like, yeah, I have a lot more I need to work on. But for us, it's a great thing. They have, we have a great weight program here. We have a great strength coach, Matt Hewitt. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He gets us to write stuff. I mean, when I first got here, we didn't have much nutrition, but he fought for that. Now we get protein shakes and stuff after all of our workouts and get snacks and stuff to eat before and afterwards to the point where we can get taken care of. And then he helps with our nutrition, too, to basically stay healthy off the field. You know, and that's that's important. Yeah. I mean, you know, we used to get three squares a day, and I loved it, you know. But that nutrition from right when you come off the field and put in the right nutrients in your body, you know, it makes a big difference. And yeah. you look at some of the bigger programs, especially in the NFL, I mean, those guys have that stuff readily available all the time because mm -hmm. they know how important it is. 
Yeah, I mean, for us, I mean, our body is our moneymaker. If we don't take care of it or keep up with it, the next person behind you who is, it's going to either take your position or you're going to fall behind and you can't afford that, especially if you're starting or the ranked at a high player. You're literally not allowed to do that. You couldn't do that. If you're doing that, you're putting yourself in a bad position and laying the team down in the same way. We're finishing up with Devin Squires today, uh, first-team all-conference defensive end at Tennessee Tech. Looking forward to a big season this year. I told you I wouldn't mention your dad again, but I got a little under a minute and a half no, left. Good. So uh, I think it's pretty safe to say, and I think your dad transferred in from uh, – Somewhere else, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, he transferred in from a junior college called Chuan. Yeah, and yeah. he ended up being an All-American here, uh, all-conference, everything. You know, did a great job here at Tennessee Tech, went into the pro ranks for a couple of years, got a shot up there. So I would I would say in comparison of your first year and, and his first year, you're a little bit further along. <laughs> yeah, he said <laughs> that. <laughs> he's definitely said that, yeah, I've done a lot more within my first year. And he knows that boy comes, he's excited to watch and see how I develop as a player too. Well, I just had to throw that in there. Yeah. You know, he, I'm sure he's going to be listening to this, him, him and your mom both. So, uh, you know, I just want to make a point. You know, I used to have to sit across from that guy. And yeah, no. He had middle linebacker, and here I am probably 160 pounds. And having to go across the middle with that guy sitting there, so yeah. it wouldn't. He tries uh, to talk mess with me. I like he can still beat me, but I'm like, I'm gonna no, let no, you no, no, live no. that dream he, for a little hey, bit longer. He'll pull a hammy before he even starts. Exactly, so I tell him you're gonna mess up and you have to do something to me. Yeah, he can't. No, don't even go there. Nah, but man, hey, let me tell you, it's it's been a pleasure having you on. I'm gonna have you back over here again. Uh, you're definitely one that stays on my list to come over here and and talk about Tennessee Tech football and just sports in general so yeah, uh, i appreciate that appreciate you yeah. taking the time especially on late notice like it was but like i said you're on my short list so i thought i'd give it a chance and i appreciate you uh, on short notice getting over here and man i wish you guys uh big luck we got alumni coming in uh this weekend yes, uh, big big deal and i know you guys are going to be out there supporting that and uh, supporting the alumni that come in this weekend so uh wish you much luck this year um stay healthy yes sir you know stay doing the things that you're doing that have made you successful i appreciate you being out there and seeing you out there and getting to watch you play and i know your mom and dad enjoy it too you've been here at tennessee tech so yeah. much luck much love we appreciate you being here and thanks a lot thank you for having me here